Hello and welcome to the Taylor Ring Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Taylor. And today we're going to be interviewing two people who owns a weapon brand. And along with other things that we're going to talk about, give it up for Brian and Jamie. Hey, Eric. We're good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. I can't really complain. I mean, uh, I have an interview to get to, um, you know, for like uh, another job for another job, like, you know, at like 1.30, you know. I, I really don't want to leave because it's like it's cold. So it's like... <laughs> like Where are you it, at, Eric? What happened? Where are you at? I'm in New York. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're in I'm not... Florida, and it's about eighty and sunny right now. Uh, lucky. lucky. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I made a, I made the mistake of walking my dogs in my slippers. I like you know, but you know, it's it, it is what it is. You know, it's like I I had to walk really fast. I didn't rush him, but it's like I had to walk really fast because it's like you know it was cold, and I felt like I was gonna get frostbite. But like you know, um, so like you know, tell me a bit about yourselves. Like you know, even though I just mentioned like one thing about you, like you know, I want to know about you guys. Like, tell the audience about yourselves. Yeah. Brian, do you want to take this? Hello? Okay. You know what? I'll take it. I, I guess I don't know what happened to Brian. So, <laughs> um, okay. so Weapon Brand is a baby of Brian and I's and uh, we're cousins, but we're also business partners. And Brian had been doing something like this for pretty much his entire career he started out as a um, sniper in the U.S. Marines, and then after, and along with a bunch of other jobs that you or I couldn't even imagine somebody has to do in the Marines, but um, not like cleaning toilets or anything like that, but like, you know, crazy. <laughs> oh, oh, I did. <laughs> oh, you're there, Brian. Okay, good. I'm here. I'm here. I'm, I, I can't wait for this. Okay. <laughs> And then after he got out of the Marines, he started working for the state of Ohio, where he was um, in charge of actually developing their self-defense system. And he basically got paid, got paid to be beat up all the time because he traveled the country <laughs> looking for different self-defense systems and then creating the state of Ohio's training law enforcement, parole departments, and corrections departments. Um so when he retired from this, well, he didn't retire, but he decided to leave the state of Ohio. He was going to do this job on his own in um, Ohio, but he came to Florida to visit me and gave a seminar to my friends and I, and everybody was like, wow, we want more. Like, he's so cool. And um, how do we get more of what he, you know, is offering? And so we started the business. Um, we operate out of both Ohio and Florida now. But uh, Brian is the lead trainer. He's the star of the show. And I'm just the geek behind the computer that tries yeah. to get up. <laughs> don't, don't believe that for a second, Eric. All right. <laughs> she, she is most certainly a star. <laughs> But Brian can tell you a little bit more about what we actually do. That's how we got started. But Brian, I'll let you tell everybody what we actually do. Yeah, cool. Uh, so we uh, we do a lot of what our main focus is, is corporate training, Eric. So we have um, different agencies and corporations that will contact us. <clears throat> They'll do different types of team building exercises and, and uh, hold classes for their own employees. Um, you know, such as, I mean, just look at a hospital. You know, you have nurses. And, uh, and staff, doctors, I mean, medical staff and in general, just leaving the hospital at, at weird hours of the, uh, the day and night. So um, safety is paramount for them, especially when they're walking out to their. I 
I think we lost him a little bit, but uh, what he was saying is safety is paramount. You know, when they're walking out to their car or they're dealing with patients who may be um, on drugs or inebriated or just, um, you know, having some sort of a mental breakdown. And um, so we train doctors, nurses, security professionals, um, really anybody who leaves their home and wants to be safe, as well as people who don't leave their home because home invasions happen. And we do threat and vulnerability assessments for people's houses and businesses. Um, but we also teach them self-defense. We do firearms trainings. We do active shooter trainings, which have been um, sadly very popular recently with the um, active shooter situations that are happening all over our country. But yeah, we, we try to teach people how to be safe and how to survive those types of incidences if you ever find yourself in a situation like that. Mm. All right. Well, that's pretty okay. Well, that sounds pretty cool. And I'm not going to lie. Um, as for the, um, as for like teaching people how to like, you know, uh, self-defense, like, you know, even though they stay home, that's probably perfect for me. Cause like, you know, I stay home all the time. It's like, yeah. It's, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like, I, I'll be honest. I don't really. I don't really like going anywhere. I don't really like going that many places anyways. I mean, it's one thing if I'm with my friends because it's like, you know, we heart, we bar we barely hang out. We have a group chat and everything. But it's like, you know, we barely hang out. It's like they're they're from school, they're from schools like, you know, so it's like I I consider those guys like my my real friends. They're the only they're the they're the only reason actually no no no. There are a, are a bunch of other reasons why I, why I go out as far as walking a dog, but it's like, you know, as far as like really going out like hanging out they're probably the only reasons why I go out. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's, like it's, it's interesting because I was um, looking on Instagram this morning and there was a video. I think Brian actually saw it as well. But um, a girl <laughs> was calling 911 and was saying, Hey, my ex boyfriend is pounding on my door, he's pounding on my windows, he's trying to jimmy rig the windows open. He, he put me in the hospital last week. I really need help. I really need somebody to come and, you know, and get him away from here. And they were like, I'm sorry, ma'am. We don't have any units available to send to you right now. Um, if I forget what they said. If something happens, you know, please go to your local hospital. And I was, I was dying because we tell people that all the time that nobody's coming to save you. You need to learn to save yourself. Um, you know, whether you're out in public or home, because the Brian talks about the average response rate of police departments um, for 911 throughout the country is 18 or 19 minutes. And, you know, in your neighborhood, it may be three, but it also may be 40. So you really have to learn how to defend yourself because nobody's coming to save you during that incident. That Yeah, that, that, that's 100% fair, too. It's like, you know, you need to learn how to save yourself. And I'm not gonna lie, the police might be late here. They're like, you know, if I tried to call the police and they and they're late, I'll be honest. The police no, actually no, that's mostly the ambulance. But like, you know, if the like, you know, at times the police are out here all the time, especially in the summer. And it's like even they would probably be late. You know, it's like and uh yeah, I'm not I'm not gonna lie. In, in Times yeah. Square when I used to do maintenance down there, it's like I'm not gonna lie. Some dude, I don't know, some dude some dude was <laughs> some dude was really har harassing me and it's like and I'm not gonna lie. Actually, no. Two dudes were harassing me, and it's like I—I'll be honest. Their, their their friend was trying to tell them to just leave me alone because it's like I wasn't—I really wasn't doing anything. I don't—I forgot what they thought I was doing, but I it's like for some reason, like you know, they they decided to mess with me, and it's like you know, it's like I—I'll be honest. I didn't want to fight because I was on the—I was on the job. Plus, it was too cold for that. It was too cold for that. <laughs> it's like. That's 
benefit of living in the cold weather. You're just too cold to fight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Plus, I was I was trying to I, I was in like a I'll be honest. I was trying to uh, get away from the cold in like a store. It was a it was a, a makeup store. I think it's called uh, so, I forgot what it's called. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to I was trying to get away from the cold, and it's like I, I'll be honest. I was scroll I was scrolling through like um either IG or Snapchat. I, I'll be honest. I seriously don't think. I seriously don't know what they thought I was looking at, but it, it, it thought they probably thought it was something. I don't know what they thought, but it's like you know they that gave them re- that gave them a reason to like you know uh, try to mess with me, man. It's like and then they tried and then they tried to like um they tried to blackmail me by saying if you give me this much money, I won't tell the police. I'm like tell the police what? <laughs> I didn't do anything. I was like okay, tell the police. I didn't do anything. <laughs> It's, it's crazy. And we actually, you know, had something actually have happened, we actually teach people as well on how to write a proper police report. Because if you are defending yourself and you're claiming self-defense because you injured or even maybe killed somebody, you need to know how to write a proper police report so that you're not the one who's ending up, um, you know, with the consequences, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I'm not gonna lie. The guy was the guy was my height too. So like, you know, I I could I was probably able to take him, but it's like it was just the tall dude behind me that I was that I was like worried about. I was like, okay, like, what if I if I if I hit this guy, like, you know, what what if like you know the tall guy just like you know, I I wasn't trying to get jumped. So it's like you know I I just I like went away from that situation because yeah, because like, yeah, it's like for one I was on the job. I hate I hated the job. I was like I was yeah I, I, I hated that job so much. Especially what because now, Eric, what happened? What do you do now? Uh, I'll be honest. I'm still trying. Uh, I'm going to be completely honest. I, I'm still I'm applying to places like, you know, I got like, you know, they got back to me. And it's like, you know, now I'm just like really scheduling days, like, you know, depending on the dates that they got set, like, you know, what interviews, like, you know, interview days, like, you know, to like go in and like see what I have to do. Yeah. But what do you want to do? Uh, like what would be your dream job. Like my dream job. Yeah. Self defense instructor. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, Brian, a- Brian says self defense instructor. <laughs> <laughs> or actually, yeah, actually, you may want to work at Sephora. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Isn't that the uh, place you got to fight in? They're, they're going to think you're, you're going to be good for security. Though, maybe. He said I would be good for security at Sephora. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. But, like, you know, for like from my dream job, like well, as a kid, as far as I can, as as much as I can remember, uh, because I've, I'll be honest, I've I've always wanted to be a, a a wrestler. That's my that's my dream job, or I'll be honest, I can also settle to I can also settle as a, you know, kickboxer. It doesn't matter, but it's like you know, I'll be honest, I would also want to make, if I can, if I can, I would like to make I would like to make movies, like you know, about things that just like. Not just like mindless cool. stuff. Not just mindless stuff. But like you know, people will just watch and be like, "Oh, okay, that was fun." Fun, like you know, that would probably happen eventually. But it's like I, I want to make something that's very meaningful. You know, it's like something yeah. that's meaningful. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. It's I a, think you yeah. should definitely follow your passion. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. that's what you know, Brian. Um, Brian, you can tell the story about your mentor and and leaving your dream job. Yeah. yeah. Your passion. Yeah. Can can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. It, it's it's weird. It keeps cutting in and out. And I had I was showing showing up on a 
uh, like I was on here twice. It was, it was strange. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, Jamie brings up a pretty wild story for me, but I actually planned on leaving, uh, the state of Ohio, which when I was employed with them, man, it, it was no, no lie. Uh, I'll be honest. It was uh, my dream job. And uh, I, I did exactly what I wanted to do. And they paid me a uh, pretty good amount of money to do that. And I made my own hours. Uh, I, I, I traveled, I, I did everything. But for three years straight, I was trying to plan uh, opening this business that, that Jamie and I have now. However, when I had a conversation with my one of my mentors, and he was also a trainer of mine. Uh, he he literally called me a a dumbass, and he was like, "You're a dumbass if you leave the job that you have to open up a business teaching people self defense." And I was like, "What? In the, like you? Like this is what you do for a living? You're a multimillionaire? Like you're?" He's like, "Yeah." He's like, "But for 12 years, I worked out of my garage, um, not making anything." And man, that scared the crap out of me. And, and what he said was, I, you know, and, and this Jamie's Jamie is finding this out full well, uh, just like I did when I first started to do this. But he said, uh, nobody wants to know self-defense until something actually happens either to them or their family. And he was so accurate on that because uh, I did actually follow my follow my passion. But what I did do is I changed the route of it a little bit. So instead of just opening a self-defense company, what I did was I opened a training facility uh, where I taught fitness classes, did personal training, uh, jiu-jitsu, Muay Thai, those types of things. And then um, from there, what I did was I started to offer self-defense classes. And then that's where this kind of grew. So our, our training academy, you know, Jamie mentioned that we we operate mainly out of two states. We travel everywhere, but we mainly operate out of Ohio and Florida. But we have a training academy um, in Ohio, in Northeast Ohio. And that's been open now for about four and a half, close to five years. So uh, doing that was the original um, vessel for this. But now, finally, following our passion, but having to reroute it slightly, we're, we're right here now teaching people self-defense on a daily. So um, she's absolutely right, Eric. I, I, stop waiting, man. Just, you know, stop waiting and literally target what, you're, what you want to do and go after it. I mean, because the longer you wait, the longer you're going to be sitting there thinking, I should do this, I should do this. But she, she's so right, man. Do it. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, I hundred percent agree with that. And it's like, um, yeah. The longer you wait, it's like you know, the longer it's like you're, you're not just you're not going to end up doing it if you keep waiting. Right, right. And I, yeah, and like you know, this podcast is one of the things I wanted I wanted to do now because it's like, yeah, I'll be honest. Before I never really thought to like do this, but it's like I had a bunch of friends. I'm part of a group called uh team team sketch where like you know we make pod we make podcasts and it's like you know um they cool. they've encouraged me to like you know make my own podcast because I, i'll be honest i i really took time to think about this because it's like at the time i had a job that i had a job that i didn't I, that i didn't like you know and like you know i just gen genuinely didn't have the time for it but it's like when i when i got fired when i got fired and you know it's like I, i'll be honest first first of all i'm just gonna say this i was happy i, I was happy <laughs> all been there eric it's like you know i toughed it out for five i stuck it out for five months it was it was originally supposed to be a six-month program and it's like you know they can and if you did a good job they would ask you if you want a full-time job i would have still said no because it's like i hate i hated working outside because like you know like from before it's like i i stay inside a lot you know i just pretty much for me it's like i just do what i gotta do for the time being until like you know i can do something better sure yeah 
But um, yeah, yeah, like also, yeah, like you know, all that stuff is really impre- all this stuff is really impressive though. Um, yeah, like you know, as far as like uh, in twelve years, it really took him twelve years to like you know actually make something off of like, yeah, yeah, twelve years to actually start making something out of what he was doing, and and now he's uh, mainly on the West Coast, but he travels everywhere. But what's kind of crazy about that is um, and he's he's just, he's a genius in 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 that field and what he does, but um. I took, I was a trainer under him and I took a portion. So let me, let me rephrase that. A portion of what we teach is what he based his whole career off of. So I only say that because our system is made up of several different other types of programs and systems. And um, one of our main ones is what I learned from his system and, uh, it just it, it goes to show how much work you know we put in to develop the program that we have to make people safe. I mean, you have a somebody that worked on twelve years just for a fraction of what we teach, and now that's that's uh, for us that, that that that's pretty uh pretty huge because our program is so in depth. But and even though it's in depth, it's so easy to learn, and it's it's just very easy to retain and, and still highly effective. Mm. All right. Yeah. All right. That's great. That's great to hear. But like, you know, you said um, you said you said before, like, you know, it, it was scary when he said it took him 12 years to make something. Why was it scary? Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, 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 I'm kind of. Oh, because I'm, because I'm I had of, a I had the plan of leaving. I had the plan of, of leaving that job. And once I heard that, I was like, oh, man, like, am I going to am I going to fall flat on my face trying to open this business? And um, I'm lucky he he actually told me that because it. I had to readjust. I had to recalibrate what I was doing and how I was doing it, uh, because I do honestly think just from just from what we see every day, people not wanting self-defense because they're in some type of denial that that it ever happens. Um, if I did go that route, I think I would have spent a lot of time and a lot of money on something that people just didn't seem to be interested in, at least enough to make to make a uh, lucrative living. Mm, yeah that that's that's fair it's like you know not a lot of people would want not a lot of people really want self-defense unless they unless they like uh really are in danger and they need it sure yeah in total denial and it's so scary because you know i was just thinking about that girl that i heard on instagram that called 911 you know and and i'm not victim victim shaming at all but i'm thinking after the first time her boyfriend beat her up, did she do anything to try to prevent that from happening, you know, as far as getting any training so that if that did happen again, which it was, she at least knew how to handle herself enough to get away from him until the police came or until she could get to a safe place. And, and people are just in such denial that they can actually have some control over what's happening to them. Mm. yeah that's true yeah that's true it's like you know and uh yeah you have a good you have a good point there and it's like you know she should have really just reevaluated her like you know her um her thinking and it's like you know okay i might need this like you know just in case he comes back so it's like you know i'm gonna get some training or like you know get something so like you can protect yourself it's like so you can like get as far away from him as possible for when the police does come for when the police do come because it's like you said before the police take take long to come too so it's like you know um yeah, it's like, you know, she should have just reevaluated, like, you know, what she was um, doing at that moment in time. 
And uh, yeah, I, I feel for her, but it's like, you know, like, you know, you, you have to take some, like some form of responsibility in that, in like, you know, that situation. Like for instance, like, you know, if I, if I got my ass, if I got my ass kicked <laughs> or handed to me, I'd probably think to myself, damn, I, I can't fight, man. I'm, I'm going to need, I'm going to need to do something about it. It's like, yeah. Cause I'll yeah. be, I'll be honest. I've, I've, I'll be honest. I've never, I've never really got my, my ass kicked, but like, you know, for the most part, Sometimes, like for the most part, I won those fights, but it's like you know, it's like you know, if I do, if I do, and it's like okay, I'm gonna need to like do, I'm gonna need to do something different, like you know, just in case, like you know, I fight that guy again, you know. Yeah, like, well, and, and honestly, it only takes one person to change the trajectory of your life, you know, for, for the positive or the negative, you know. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And uh, yeah, it really does. And it's like I, I, I hope she learned the second time though. Uh, you said it happened like twice. I hope so too. Yeah, I, I don't know this person. It was just on Instagram. It was a nine one one call that I was listening to. So, but yeah, her her ex boyfriend was was trying to attack her for a second time. So, I hope that I I hope that she's okay, and I hope that she decides that enough is enough, and she needs to get some training. Um, you know, I, it, what's really cool is this morning, I haven't even told Brian this, but one of our students that we trained a week or two ago, she had us come to her daughter's house and do a training for her. She's a walker. So she was concerned about safety while walking. Um, and her daughter and her daughter's roommate who their house had gotten broken into and they were very fearful. And then um, they had the self-defense session. She loved it. And so she's booking us to come back and do two of her younger children. And I just thought it was so cool that this mom actually gets it. Like, you know, sadly her daughter's house got broken into, but they weren't harmed physically. Um, but now she's doing everything that she can to protect her family you know, and nothing happened to these boys that she's going to have us train, but it's all about being trained so that if something does happen, you have that training. And yeah, it's definitely important to like, you know, ha it's definitely important to have that training and like, you know, just in case something does happen, like, you know, even if you don't, even if you never use it in a, a day in your life, yeah, it's still important. It's still important to have it. Like, you know, just yeah. in case like you're walking yeah. down the street and you get robbed, uh, you know, at, or something like that. Pretty much, yeah. Well, and if they have a if they have a gun, if they have a gun, maybe you can disarm them or something. Like, do you also teach people how to disarm, like you know, weapons? Yeah, uh, we we teach everything. We uh we have a weapons retention class that it helps you protect your own firearm if you if you do carry a, a firearm. However, when you take that class, you start to learn um, what would be the best way to disarm somebody if that was the uh, the route that you had to take. And I only say had to take because uh, the very first thing we tell everybody in, in that kind of a class, if they have, uh, if the gun is now in the bad guy's hands is um, comply until uh, you now feel that your life is at a real risk, real danger. Um, for instance, if somebody robs me and they want my wallet, I'm going to give them my wallet. Uh, but the first time they want me to move from point A to point B, or I start to feel that it's become elevated and now uh, my life may be uh, at, at risk. I'm, I'm going to have to fight, even if they have a gun. I'm going to have to get that gun away from that individual. Mm, yeah, that's a good, that's a good point. That's a good point. Like you know, you know, you should definitely know how to do. You should definitely know how to do that stuff. Like you know, like you know, at least try to get the gun away from the individual. So like you know, you can uh, 
I'll be honest. I like how I like how fast I just started talking there, but you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> like I felt like I felt like I was I felt like I was rapping something. Like I I like how fast I was talking. Yeah, I, um, I was actually moving my head, kind of like in a beat. You, you had me going there. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I really don't notice how fast I talk. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you know, but you know, I'm a pretty self-aware person. You know, I take pride in that. You know, um, Eric, you had mentioned that you're in a group of friends who all do podcasting. If you, if you have any friends that you feel like our subject would be relevant for the more people that we can talk to, the more people that are encouraged to get out there and, and take self-defense classes, the safer that our entire communities become, our neighborhoods become, the safer our communities become because every person that we touch, you know, then can share their knowledge with their friends, with their family. And so we just want to be out there talking to as many people as we can to let them know, like, this is something that you need to think about. Like, I know it's Christmas time, but this time is actually the time when you really need to be vigilant because crime goes up between Christmas and New Year's. So, um, or around the Christmas holidays, I should say. Um, so yeah, I, I would love that if you could just refer us to anybody that wants to talk to us about self-defense. We'll talk to anybody. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. don't worry. I'm going to refer you to like, you know, uh, like a couple of people. Um, yeah, like, you know, I, th I feel like you guys are doing something like, you know, uh, amazing. And it's like, you know, I, I'm going to refer you guys. Don't worry. Thank um, you. Appreciate yeah. it. And, uh, That's yeah, awesome. Like, and uh, yeah, I mean, and if you and if you want, I can also put the like, you know, um, your website in the description of like the podcast too. you know, that would be awesome. We would love that. Yeah. And we'll, <laughs> we'll share your podcast, too, because, um, you know, we're sure you have a lot to to share with this world. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, you know, I have a lot to share with this world. I have a lot to share. I have a lot to talk about. You know, I can talk to anybody, really, Um, you know, except, like, you know, people who aren't really attempting to be engaging, you know. It's like, <laughs> you know, but, um, yeah, no, nah, that's just a joke. But, you know, it's like, you know, you know what I'm saying. Uh, But, yeah, I can pretty much talk to I pretty much, I can pretty much talk to anybody about anything, like, you know, conspir conspiracy theories that um I may or may not believe <laughs> or, yeah, stuff like this. I really like um talking to people. I'm a real I, I guess I I'm a real people's person. It's yeah. ironic. I never I never really used to be a people's person. I I was always quiet. So, oh wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hard to tell, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah like, you know, my mom you have good energy. Yeah, my mom would always tell me, like, you know, when I was a kid, like, you know, I wouldn't really say anything. But like, you know, she she said I was she said I was like, you know, smart though. I was like I would either draw out what I'm trying to tell you or just like point at stuff. And it's like, I'm like, wow, huh? Imagine if I was like that now. This podcast wouldn't even, this podcast wouldn't even exist. Well, it sounds like you're following your passion, so that's good. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, like thank, thank you. Like you know, so I want to ask you guys, like you know, two quick, uh, like you know, probably one or two questions, like you know, from uh, my um, um, quote unquote list. You know. Okay. Just <laughs> okay. All right. So like, okay. So like, you know, actually, no, these are the last two questions. These are the last two questions I have for you guys. Okay. So if you could take back, if you guys can take back any mistake in your life, what would it be and why? Mm, good one. <laughs> I'll let you go first, Jay. <laughs> any mistake. You know, it's interesting because last Saturday we were at a gun show. 
thinking, hey, we'll go to this gun show. There's going to be a lot of people who own firearms. They need to be trained on how to use those firearms properly. And um, what I didn't realize when I booked the gun show is that people totally have the misconception that just because they have their concealed carry handgun license that they don't need any additional training. And I was super bummed that the show was kind of a total flop for us. Um, we didn't get a lot of leads. We didn't talk to a lot of people who were interested. And I, I had kind of put my disappointment on one of my social media platforms and people kept saying, you know, don't look at it as a loss, look at it, look at it as a learning experience. And I really, you know, that just kind of brought me around thinking about a lot of the things like in my life that I think at the time I thought were mistakes really were just opportunities for learning. And so, um, you know, I don't, I don't know about changing, changing much. Um, maybe starting this company when I was a little younger and <laughs> full of more life. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, okay, cool. And uh, yeah, let me rephrase that. I actually have three questions. Like, you know, so like, you know, the, okay, so like this, the first okay. one that I answered in like this, like I have two more after this. Let me rephrase maybe, that. Maybe Brian has something that, that he can share. Okay, cool. Yeah. Do you have anything, Brian? Hello? I think we lost him again. So okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you just um, want to um, go I'll to your next question, maybe. Uh, yeah, sure. Okay, so before any of this, was there at a point in your life where you saw yourself doing anything else like a child or a teenager, et cetera? If so, and why? <laughs> um, <clears throat> I know that I can answer for, for answer for Brian. I mean, he always knew that he was going to be in a profession that he was helping people and and something like this had always been kind of in his in his um, repertoire of things that he thought that he would do. Um, so I know that's probably what Brian would say for myself growing up, I either wanted to be an attorney or, um, a marine biologist or Miss America. <laughs> so like, no, a those like, a model? like, like a beauty pageant person, like Miss yeah. America. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, hence I'm, I'm way too short and chubby for Miss America, um, I didn't love school that much, so a lawyer wasn't going to work out, and I couldn't get through my science classes to save my life, so a marine biologist wasn't going to work out either. Ah, okay, got you. So. Uh, all right. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to lie. At one point, I wanted, to be, I wanted to be a model, but it's like I'm, I'm, I'm short, too. I'm short, <laughs> too. I, I, try, I try to be in the best shape I can. I'm 144 pounds, trying to get down to 130, you know, maybe this summer, but, you know, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm short too, and it's like I, just, yeah, I'm I'm trying to like maintain a certain body type. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm sure you look great. Ah, you thanks. Sound, I appreciate you sound it. Great at least. Huh? Oh, thank you sound you. great at least. <laughs> uh, thank you. I I appreciate that. I really do. Um, <laughs> yeah, but um, all right. So uh, uh, should we get to the last question? Yeah, let's I do guess. it. Okay. Um. All right, so this is the very last question. What or who inspired you guys to pursue your per your current profession and why? I'll let Brian take this one since I've been talking. <laughs> can, are, can, you, can, are, can you guys hear me now? Yes. yes. 
Okay, I had to like log completely out and, and go back in for some reason. Uh, wow. So the question is, who who inspired us? Yeah, who are, yeah, who or what? Huh? You said or what, Eric? Yeah, who well, or what inspired you to like you know, pursue your what? profession? Um, you know, one thing that that uh, I, I wouldn't really say a who um, for at least this this profession that we're doing now, but what uh, the what question I can answer pretty easily uh, and the what was through all the things that I've done just seeing it, it's it's a it has a couple of legs really uh, through a lot of the things that I've done just just understanding and really knowing um, to a, 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 a deeper depth of than most of what kind of danger um, is in the world. I've, I've seen that and, and what type of danger people are really in that they're not accepting or that they just don't know about. Um, you know, that, that was an inspiration. And the other inspiration just from that is I saw so many. Did, did we, did we lose him? Again? Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> it sounded like that was going to be good too. It really. <laughs> I just texted him that we lost him again. It okay. says that he's connected, but man, sorry yeah. about that, Eric. We don't mean to it, mess up your podcast. It, like, you know, you guys have been doing a great job. Like, you know, you guys are like, you know, pretty, are pretty great. Like, you know, I'm, I'm glad you guys like, you know, really took the time to talk to me. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. We appreciate um, anyone who wants to talk to us. Cause like I said, the more people we can talk to about, um, keeping themselves, their families, their employees safe, the more safe our neighborhoods and communities are going to be. And that's better for all of us. So yeah, it's better for society as a whole too. Cause it's like, you know, even though most people don't want to accept it. Like, can you guys hear me? Yeah. We can yeah. hear you. What in the world? Holy <laughs> <God>. <laughs> from podcasting. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know what's going on. I, I, it says that, uh, It'll say like, like I see your guy, you, like your name. So it'll say connected, and then it has me as you. So I, I have no idea. I'm not sure what's going on. You just want to be like me. Mm. <laughs> All right. Um. But uh, I mean, can you hear me? Yeah, we yeah. can hear you. Okay. Okay. So, like you were saying before. Oh, so uh, what I was saying, I'm not sure how much you guys, how much, how far we got, but, um, you know, one of the, the inspirations for me was just knowing, first of all, how much danger is out there and seeing what, what type of stuff that most people either just choose to ignore or just don't see at all. Um, and the other thing is I, I, I've encountered so many instructors and so many different types of systems. And I've been a part of so many systems just in the professions that I've had where I was taught different types of self-defense. And to be perfectly honest with you, there's a lot of stuff out there that just really doesn't work. And there's a ton of misconceptions. That's why in one of our classes, uh, personal safety and threat awareness, how to create a web and mindset, we go over a lot of those misconceptions, like how people are misconceived by what they think will work and what truly does and what truly doesn't work. So that was also an inspiration. You know, I, I worked a lot of, a lot of different types of special operations. A lot of, uh, I was a team guy for, for my, uh, almost my entire career. And I was presented with a, with a choice to make either, um, stick with the team and, and, uh, take over the, uh, the, the team that I was on, the special operations team that I was on, or take over a self-defense program and, 
the very first thing I did was well, after I made the decision to take over the self-defense. And the reason was I wasn't helping as many people if I was part of that, like the whole SWAT community, the whole team community. Uh, I was helping people that were in danger for that specific moment, but I could spread more, uh, more help in a sense if I taught self-defense because I was reaching more people and it's, it's almost like a preventative measure. And what I did when I first took that over was I, I almost completely scrapped what they had, what the state of Ohio had and just built it from the ground up. I kept some of this stuff, but just sharpened it. But for the most part, I recreated their entire system. And a big portion of that system that I created for them is what still now Jamie and I use. We've just really honed in and sharpened it and changed it the way that we saw fit and actually just made it a lot better. So to answer your question directly, my inspiration was helping people, um, seeing that people actually needed this and um, how much crap, and I'll just say crap, how much crap was out there that they were being misconceived by. So, and so many people have self-defense and, 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 you know, in their heart, they have their hearts in the right, the right place. It's just they become very biased to what they teach because they know it so well. So you typically find one um, instructor or one program that really hones in on one thing because that's what they know very well. Well, the nice thing about uh, Jamie and I is this experience um, has been, man, like over over 30 years of experience uh, learning and being beat up, like Jamie says, and teaching. So, I, I mean, I was a full-time trainer for years and years, which most people can't say. Mm, wow. I'm not going to lie. That that was an amazing answer. Like, you know, you know like that. <laughs> that, was all, that was awesome. It was and, all, uh, Eric, that was all made up. So do you want the real answer? No, I'm joking. <laughs> uh, all right. You guys are great. Like, you know, thank you. for Like, thank you. And, uh, you know, with that being said, that was it for today's podcast. Like, you know, I really appreciate you both for coming on the podcast and talking to me and, uh, you know, just telling me about your business and like just generally having a great conversation with me. This was uh, this was awesome. I loved it. Loved every we second. Know, yeah. You're a fun guy, Eric. And uh, yeah, definitely. And thanks. Thanks for dealing with with my technical difficulties. <laughs> Which, with that, with that, and I have no idea why. So. <laughs> Anytime. And like, you know, I try to be the funnest I possibly can be, you know. You know, try not to be boring. <laughs> yeah. Nobody wants to listen to a boring podcast, so. <laughs> yeah, 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 no one. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, re I like, you know, I really appreciate you guys, like, you know, talking to me, though. And um, yeah, I hope you guys have a great rest of your morning. And uh, yeah. Thanks, and, uh, Eric. Yeah, anytime. I'll let you guys know when this comes out. And uh, awesome. yeah. have a we'll, great rest we'll, of your day. We'll spread the word about your uh, hilariousness. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Like, you know, and I'll spread the word about your, like, your, about your brand too. Like, you know, I really will. Awesome. Right. Thanks, man. Right. Anytime. <laughs> you guys, you guys take it easy. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.